The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the Daily Witness podcast. And with me today is Gideon, and we are on part two of how he won his wife back by faith. Gideon, welcome. Thanks for having me back. And uh, thank you for giving your testimony. Thank you to your wife as well. You're welcome. Okay, so we're just going to recap very quickly. Um, In most cases, Christians are facing battles every day. Some battles are harder than others. And many times believers are praying and they give up too soon. And they don't really know the process. And usually, a lot of the times when people have their victories and they give their testimonies, it's what I like to call 2D. So they paint the bleakest picture, and it probably was very bleak. I don't doubt that at all. The devil gets very rough. And then they talk about, oh, I prayed two prayers and, you know, went to this minister and... In some cases, there are instant miracles. Yes, I don't dispute that. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm talking about, though. It's as if they give that kind of testimony every time, and then this wonderful miracle takes place. And then you've got people battling cancer, and you've got people battling uh, children who are on drugs, and they just don't know. And there's usually a process of faith. And... A lot of the times, people who went through that situation, they don't talk about that process. They don't talk about everything that was involved. And that is why Gideon is here today, giving his testimony and talking about the process. Things got bleak. Things got nasty. Things got ugly. The devil was involved. Okay, This was outside of his wife and him now. Now the devil's here now. Darkness is here. And he was tossed in the in the deep end of the pool. And that's why I say, at that point, at that point, he stayed where many would have walked away. I'd uh, about two weeks ago, there's a there's a guy, you know who he is, I'm not gonna mention his name. And we were just talking, and he said, you know, trials are there to make you stronger. And I said to him, no, they're not. And he, he got pretty adamant with me. And he said, yes, they are. He said, trials are there to make you stronger. I said, trials are there to kill you, brother. <laughs> it's, not, it's not there to make you stronger. So he, he got, he got uh, ticked off with me. And um, he said, yes, th- yes, they are. So I said to him, um, well, then how come not many people are winning? So he said, no, they are. So I said, really? If we look in the world, I mean, we look right now specifically. We look in the world, we can see the mess that it's in. It doesn't really look like too many people are winning. And um, that's, that's the whole thing about a trial. That's the devil. It's not God. 
The devil is there. He wants to he wants to steal from you. If he can steal from you, he can kill you, he can destroy you. And what is he after? Every time he's after one thing. That's the word. He's after the word. I knew the situation that you were in. You needed faith. Why? Because this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. I knew you needed faith. That's what you needed. And the source of that is the word. And we, we had to grow your faith. That's the whole thing. So now you ended off the, the, the last podcast with, it came to a place where the words slowly started. You, you, you had to get it down in your heart. And the words started slowly changing that came out of your mouth. Now, before we, before we dive into that, and I want you to talk about that, um, in, the, in, the, in your challenge in the, in the beginning phases, before, we, before I could talk to you about that and tell you about the dangers of words, and the, the Bible is full of that, your mouth wanted to run in the opposite direction. Your mouth wanted to say what you were seeing. Am I right? Correct. You're under pressure. You want to scream, hey, this is happening, you know. It's failing. It's not working. You, you want to say those things. That's when you have got to set, like, the, like David, King David said, oh, set a watch over my mouth, Lord. And people don't get that. Words. Words is what, what can send, set you off in a direction. Correct. So tell us about that. So in my situation that got me into trouble was my words yeah. from back then. And the seeds that I was sowing throughout my life with my words, I received the harvest. And at the end of the day... What were those words? Tell us. So as, well, let me think of an example. Just comment... Even comments that you make, um, if you're in an argument with your wife, well, let's just get divorced. Yeah. This is obviously not working. Yeah. Well, you're saying it, uh, you might not mean it, but because it's in your heart, because it's something you've se you, you see it on the TV, you see mm. it in the news, you see it, you just see all these comments being made with people around you. So you're in a fight, you're in an argument. The first thing you do is okay, let's get divorced. Or even prior to that, in an argument and a fight, even when you're dating, yeah, yeah, but so and so doesn't react like this. Or even if you're the biggest mistake you can do is refer to your, an ex yeah. of yours. Um, don't do it. It's silly. It's it's actually it's pathetic. Yeah. Because those words you're saying it in jest. You're saying it because you're angry. You're saying it just to try and be nasty in the situation. But those words have weight. Yeah. And they will come back. And 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 did it come back the very next day when you said no, it? No 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 no. That's it, there no, you it doesn't go. come back the next day. That's it, it comes back when you least expect it. Did it come back a week later? No. No, it came back years. But years. it came. Even comments being made about the opposite sex. Yeah. Even if you're just saying it as a joke. Yeah. Even if you're just making a comment about a lady walking by or your wife making or your girlfriend making a comment about a guy. Yeah. It's everything we look at in the world, whether it's on the TV or in a magazine or social media, those are all seeds being planted in you mm. all the time. And if you give a, if you give 
space to those things that you are watching and looking at, they're going to take root. Yeah. And how do you know when it's taken root? When it starts coming out of your mouth without even thinking, you it bypasses your mind. So, for instance, if being vulgar comes naturally, that's what's in your heart. Yeah. If it's just coming out of your mouth all the time, for argument's sake, if you bump your toe and you swear. Yeah. It's in your heart. It's coming out of your mind. Yes. It's in your yes. heart. And in our situation... And who put it there? No, I put it there. Yeah. Or we put it Yo, there. Yeah, we put it there. We put it and there. I just want to throw this in here. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Actually, verse 20. He says, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. With the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of that tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Now everyone just quotes verse 21. But you were telling us about verse 20. How, how does death and life come out in power out of a tongue? Well, he just told us in verse 20. A man's belly He's talking about the spirit, man. He's not talking about... You can't fill your stomach up with words. You need to put food in there, man. That's what fills you up. So he's not referring to uh, a, a man's belly, um, his physical stomach. He's talking about the spirit man. Your spirit man, you can fill it up. Jesus spoke about that in the Gospels. He said it can overflow. It can overflow. And when it overflows, he says that's where the power is coming. Well, he's quoting from Proverbs 18. It says, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. What does that sound like? Something he's saying and saying and saying and saying and saying. Then death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now it's coming out in power. It's overflowing, like you said in when you ended off in the last podcast. It's coming out in power. Now it's overflowing out the mouth. And you were saying, you were talking about divorcing jest. You didn't yes. know. Did the devil say, I want you to talk about, Gideon, I want you to talk about divorce. This is important to me now. I'm, I'm here to steal from you. And yes, you guys will end up on that road if you just stay long. So can you do that for me? Did he do that? No, not at all. <laughs> he <No>. keeps. <laughs> that's what's subtle about it. That's the deception of it. It's just words. That's what people say. How can words change anything? Well, did I write the Bible? No, I didn't. So don't argue with God about it. Talking to someone who's got a problem with that. Yeah, Hidian's talking about this. He he spoke about divorce and he didn't say, did you say it once or twice only and then you were silent? No. Increase of your lips, right? That's the one. And then then it came, it manifested and it manifested in an ugly way. You were thrown in the deep end and now you're like, whoa. And people need to know that. Now, I asked you, are you here to stay? If, if it's going to get ugly, because I know who we're going to be fighting. We're not yes, fighting you, your wife. You asked, am I sure of this? Is this the route I want to go? Yeah. And I said, yes. And then you said, well, if this is the route you're going to go, 
whatever you've gone through up until now, it's nothing in comparison to what's going to come. And yeah, it, it got, it got ugly. Yeah. So when, when we say, see, I'm, I'm, I'm tiptoeing around the, the, this whole situation by saying it got ugly because I'm a little bit wary to actually go into more detail purely for the fact that I don't want to embarrass anyone. No, no, for sure. But when I say it got ugly, it got to the point where even Christians mm. that knew a little bit and mm. didn't know the whole story, because you were the only one that actually knew the whole story, Jay. Yeah. Um, there were a few people that knew, uh, say, 80% of the story. Mm. And even for them looking into the situation, it's like, you need your head read. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. Even for them to say, this this can't be God's will. Yeah. And with our journey, I got to the point where when every time I looked at my wife, I tried to look at her the way Jesus sees her. Yeah. He doesn't see uh, his daughter broken yeah. and hurt and walking around in darkness. He doesn't, because like, he loves her. He showed up and he wanted to com comfort her and be there. But the Satan is so so conniving in his situation where he makes you feel worthless and he may he his whole goal is for you to turn your back on jesus yeah because where is jesus in this situation where is yeah. he he's not there but it's it's actually us so when i say the situation got really dark because there was a third person involved yeah and again believe it or not take it for what it is the third person was a result through the works. Yeah. Um, and then again, my past comes into play. Um, how we got to that situation was through words, being jealous, being controlling, um, and controlling in the sense where I needed to be in control of every situation mm. um, because that that's what actually protected me. Yeah. So through my words and through comments and through a third person came in. And that third person could only had the authority to come in if mm. we let it. So Satan's got no, he's got no power. No. He needs us yes. to give him that power. And the only way we can give it is through our words. So third person enters into this, into our situation, which makes it even worse now. Yes. Because now you're not just dealing with the divorce and one-on-one -on -one between um, husband and wife there's a third person influencing the situation also speaking if you knew that it was those words that you spoke all those years back and that has created this intense situation now you've got to turn everything around you've got to use faith to get out of it would you have spoken those words no <laughs> would you have would you have spoken hey man i'm a multi-millionaire <laughs> oh yeah definitely but that's the thing i i we grew up christian we went no. to church every sunday we had home cell weekly but nobody was preaching this stuff yeah nobody was saying hey watch what you're saying or yes. do this or do that this is how you walk by faith this yes. is this is how you get results in a situation yeah. there was none of that being preached mm. And to be honest, if I'm sitting back now, I can't remember one or two sermons from back then growing up. So, yeah, you just, 
you kind of float through life. And then when you face a situation, you, you run to the Bible, you read a few scriptures, but there's no substance to it because there was no foundation back then of people teaching you this is the way. Yeah. So if I had that upbringing and that teaching, maybe the situation would have been a bit different. Yeah. But I don't doubt for one second that us meeting and us forming a friendship yeah. is just an accident. No. <laughs> but I can honestly say if life turned out a little bit differently and mm. I didn't come into contact with you, I probably would be divorced. Yeah. And that is the reality of this judgment because I wouldn't have anyone to fall back on to help me. Yeah. And uh, that's why it's so vital having someone in your corner, having someone sharing the same vision as you, believing the same thing, because you could have turned around and said to me, okay, here's a few Bible verses, you read them and go on your way. Yeah. You could have said that. Yeah. And there would have been nothing wrong with it. But you believe the same thing as me. Yes. And it made the journey not easier. This, it, it made the burden that I was carrying a little bit lighter. Yeah. And so when you and your faith walk and you believe in God and you're trying to see what Jesus is seeing in the situation that your marriage is whole and restored, there's a process that needs to accompany it to get to that point. Yeah. Your faith walk. And Okay. So do you remember the time where when we we went over the power of words and how you got to this situation? I know it wasn't something nice to hear, obviously. Um, but I explained to you that it was those words that dug a hole in the ground for you. And it was a period of time speaking those words, speaking those words, it was furrowing this furrowing into the ground, going deep and deep and deep until you hit that point where your wife came and said, I want a divorce. And I explained to you that the same way you came in is the same way you're going to have to go out. Yes. And so now you're going to have to use words, but it's faith words. You're going to have to use words to dig your way out again to get back to the surface. So you came in, you went down, now you have to go out the same way. There's no balloon filled with helium that you're just going to fly to the top Correct. in five seconds. And this is over and done with. And that's the problem with Christians. They want uh, like instant results. Yes, they're looking for microwave blessings. And that's not, he says, endure the hardness of a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what Paul said. You do not endure the hardness of a good soldier of, uh, uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ in five minutes or five days. No. Where, where does your faith grow in all of that? Where do you mature in all of that? What do you learn? How do you, how do you learn to to stand against when when Jesus said, "Man, the 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 rain, the 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 floods came, the winds, the rains beat vehemently against the house." Now that guy said, "The trials are there to make you stronger." Jesus said, "That trial that came against that house, it shattered that house and destroyed it." Now, who am I going to believe? The guy that believes trials are there to make you stronger 
you know, or Jesus. So you've got to, that's how you grow. That's how you, you learn to trust him because the storm is telling you another story. The storm is telling you, you're doing all these things, you're praying, you're speaking the word, God is not doing anything. Have you seen any changes? No. No, there was nothing. That's No change at yeah. all. But here's the reality. God was working. Even when your wife said, hey, you're infringing on my rights here. I've got a right. I'm, I'm supposed to be free. This is not the will of God. It sounds very convincing. You're holding me back. Yes. But God is working. Um, doesn't look like it. <laughs> it does not look like it. And that's where we've got to keep your faith strong. That's where you, you, you know, and that's when I, I said to you, now you've got to dig your way out. Words, new words. But now, can you say any old words? No. You've got to speak words that are now contrary to the words that you spoke that got you into this mess. You spoke divorce words, so you've got to speak something that's contrary to divorce. Oh, my marriage is great. My marriage is whole. My wife absolutely loves me. You got to speak the end from the beginning. And you did that. Did you see any change? And I'm going to hammer on this, guys. No, there was no change at all. And it was a process. I'm, uh, I actually can't remember if we mentioned it before, but this was a process of two years. Yeah. This is a two-year process. Um, was that God holding her back from you? No, not at all. In that two years? Okay. No, not at all. People need um, to know that as well. No, because from the first day we prayed and we asked Jesus to restore the marriage, yeah. it was done. Yeah. It was done. But I'm, there were, because there were a third party involved and the deception of Satan in it yeah. so strong... Although our marriage was whole and restored from the first prayer, there needed to be things put into place in the spiritual and in my life and in her life for that whole situation to actually change. A foundation was being built. Yes. There was not there was no skyscraper. It wasn't an architect coming yes. and drawing a plan of this is what this building needs to look like and then and next morning wakes up yeah. and that building is done. But you wanted your wife back the same day. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> right? I did. Guys, you go through this all the time. You want debt freedom. I need to be free from debt by, before the end of this month. I know. I understand that. And it's possible to be debt free. Yes. But how did you get into debt in the first place? Yes. So when you are debt free at the end of the month, are your ways and your habits actually going to change? Yeah. Because in three months down the line, you're actually going to be in debt again. Yes. Probably, probably worse. worse. <laughs> it's yeah. probably worse. Yeah. And if my wife walked in the following day and said, okay, I'm back, let's give this a try. It probably wouldn't have lasted. Yeah. Because my heart wasn't in the right place yet. I needed to change things. I yeah. needed that foundation in myself to be built and in her life. And... We needed to completely see the deception yeah. in our marriage. And the words came into play of speaking the end result. Yeah. So for argument's sake, we would say, my wife loves me. Yes. And I would say her name and say, 
she really loves me. Yeah. She phones me three, four times a day. Yes. Just, how are you? Yeah. You know, she WhatsApps me all the time. Yeah. She just can't get enough of me. It's those small little words. And she's not at home now. She's not at home. She's non-existent. She's nowhere to be found. She doesn't want to hear from you unless she's signing divorce papers. Correct. Guys, I'm I'm telling you, this is the storm that you got to face. I'm I'm mentioning that because it's at those at that point you would say to me, uh, "Do you should I really stick it out?" I mean, it. What what if God? What if God? That's what everyone does. No one says, "Hey, Satan's still pushing up against me." No one says that. Nobody says that. Hey, Satan's still resisting you. You know, Satan's still got his foot in you. No one is saying that. Everyone is saying, God hasn't answered me. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And the devil is always pushed out on the side. You know, you're believing, you're believing for, uh, for finances. You're believing for your business to increase. You know, I haven't seen any change yet. Maybe, maybe God. Uh-uh. Why aren't you saying, what is Satan still doing here? What is Satan still doing here? It is never up to God. It is always up to you. You the one. He gave you authority. Stop saying, I wonder God. I wonder, I wonder, you know, is this God's will? Stop asking that. We know it's his will. Get over it. You got to you you are the deciding factor. It's between you and the devil. Are you going to let him stay or are you going to push back and tell him to get out of your house? You have authority, not him. So there there you were and I knew I knew that the pressure was mounting on you and I knew this was like I said this was outside you and your wife. This is outside of that. I knew now this is where the devil was stepping in because he was petrified now. You using faith now. And he came up against you for that. And now you're battling some really dark stuff now. Now she's out the picture now. It's not her anymore that you're focusing. Now you're fighting the devil. And now you better put on the whole armor of God. You better stick it out now because obviously Satan's panicking now. He knows you in the deep end. He knows you. This is your first rodeo and something this serious. And if he, when, when do you pull, when do you get rid of a tree that you don't want there? When it's full grown and mature or when it's a little, a little little seed. There you go. And you were still in that seed stage. Correct. Get rid of him now. He wanted to get rid of that seed. So yep. that I would give up. Yeah. So now I had to I had to get your thinking on what has Jesus already done for you, not what he's going to do for you. See, otherwise it's always in the future. Because the scripture says faith is now. It's right now. Jesus already went to the cross. He's already accomplished all these things. Your marriage is already whole. Correct. It's already it's already healthy. Glory to God. Preaching myself happier. <laughs> it, it's it, it's it's already doing good in the eyes of God and according to his word. And the devil doesn't want you to look at that. He wants you to look at what he's doing. 
but he needs you to believe. He knows you are the believer. He knows that. And he doesn't want you, because when you believe, you can't believe in two things at the same time. It's impossible. It's either what Jesus did or it's either what Satan's busy doing. So now, your words have got to line up with what Jesus has already accomplished for you. So you can't say, I'm going to have a healthy marriage. You've got to say, I have a healthy marriage. You, you can't say, um, my marriage is going to be made whole. It's whole now. That's it. And while she's not there. Especially while she's not there. Yeah. That's the, who, who are you going to believe? Who are you going to be moved by? And every day, Satan tried to put pressure on you. And every day, you had to keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. And you would say it. And you would say it. And, you'd, and you had good quality time with Jesus in the morning. Prayer time, giving him thanks and all that. Tell us about that. So, yeah, when we got to... Like when we prayed, Jesus died on the cross. So everything everything we did, we made it personal. So when we read the scripture, we would make it personal in the sense that we put my name in, we put my wife's name in. We yes. made it personal because it's to condition, it's to condition my mind and actually yeah. just change it, change the way of you think. Yeah. Because walking by faith is kind of goes contrary to everything we've learned growing up. Yes, because you got to see stuff that isn't there, and <laughs> yeah. like, and and it's hard. It's yes. hard because we, we weren't even at school. We're not taught that. Yeah. So for me, I would wake up early in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, and I would spend that time with Jesus. Late at night, I'd spend, and it's. I almost want to say it's a sacrifice you need to make. Yes. Um. But don't see it as that. Yes, yes, yes. And you're going to get out. It's like anything in life with work or marriage, whatever you put into it, you're going to get out of it. And I went full force into the quality time with Jesus. Mm. I made a point of it. I made an effort for it. I made an effort of putting him first. I made an effort of putting him first in my marriage and everything else. Mm. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And I made, I wrapped my head around that, and I did it. Okay. Uh, guys, we ran out of time again. This is <laughs> this is so good. This is really good stuff. Um, Hidian, thanks for sharing that, man. You're welcome. Um, we're going to have to pick up on part three. There's a part three. Um, yeah, guys, uh, we, we want you to know the depth of this. And um, anyway, we'll pick up in part three. Thank you for listening. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you like what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to start a gospel newspaper? All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow on our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. There, you'll find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you're inside of South Africa, use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from the Google Play Store or iTunes. If you're outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. 
we thank you for your faith and generous support. If you have enjoyed today's Daily With Us podcast, feel free to let us know by either using our Facebook profile, Trevor Van Peeren Ministries, or by email to newsdesk at thedailywitness.co.za. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.